We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for July 27th, 2014. And today we have just another plethora of totally insane, crazy, satanic news to report on. Uh, got a lot of different audio clips we'll be playing today. It's just kind of the way it worked out. and uh, But I've been just trying to amass in the most succinct way all of the news just for like the last week. And it's just coming to the point where it's almost impossible to try to... Well, obviously it's impossible to cover it all, but even to get to the main points because there's so many things pouring in now. Uh, on a moment-by-moment basis. First report is entitled, GOP Senator Says Obama to Effectively End Immigration Enforcement. President Obama will go ahead with a very significant action on immigration after the summer. So this is being predicted right after the summer. A move that may well trigger impeachment proceedings against him. Senior Obama advisor Dan Pfeiffer told the uh, Monitor Breakfast Friday. So, I guess this is the senior Obama advisor, Dan Pfeiffer, actually told reporters this at a Monitor Breakfast on Friday. The Obama administration is preparing to effectively nullify the immigration laws of the United States through executive action. So, through executive orders, we're just going to have wide open borders now. That's what he's planning on doing. Just... Let the fur fly, you know, just no more borders, okay? It, we're done with those. They're, they're passe, they're a thing of the past, you know, we got to get with it, you know, and just open the borders up totally. Uh, <clears throat> one Republican senator was the actually, um, and there's more and more and more coming out, as you're going to see, senators, congressmen are saying that it's almost like he's just totally insane, at this point. Uh, as the Times reported Thursday, President Obama appears to be prepared to provide millions of illegal immigrants, um, <clears throat> illegal aliens, living in the U.S. Worth work authorization via executive orders. Now, they're not just going to come here again and just be let in. They're going to have every perk and benefit you can just about imagine. They're going to have every perk and benefit, just like the illegal aliens that are here, that American citizens will you know, really, most of them will never get. Um, I'm not saying you should try to attain to that. Being dependent on the government is a very, very dangerous place to be, uh, especially in the days and times we're moving into. When President Obama issues executive orders on immigration in the coming weeks, pro-reform activists are expecting something dramatic, uh, temporary relief from deportation and work authorization for perhaps several million illegal aliens. So, if the activists are right, the sweeping move would upend a contentious policy fight and carry broad political consequences. The activists met privately with the president and his aides on June 30th in at the White House. So, this took place, I mean, almost a month ago. <clears throat> and they said in that meeting, Obama suggested he will act before the November midterm elections. They hope his decision will, quote, offer relief to a significant percentage of the estimated 11.7 million illegal aliens in the United States. 
hey, there's only 11.7 million of them here. There's no problem. We haven't been generous enough as a nation. What kind of animals are we? Not totally opening up the borders and just totally turning into a third world banana republic country. I mean, what, what kind of animals are we? You know, it's all about the kids, remember? I was listening to a report the other night and <clears throat> the gentleman made a, a really good point about all of these children that are being brought in that we've reported on extensively in the previous weeks. And the point that I had brought up before is, what's really going to happen to these children? You know, what's really going to happen? Knowing that essentially it's Satan letting them in. What What is going to be some of the primary ways that they are uh, used by Satan's minions? Well, you have um, <clears throat> turning them into sex slaves, workers, particularly the girls, obviously. Uh, boys, too, being molested by pedophiles. And then you have orgus, organ um, harvesting of them, the ones that are deemed um, fit or whatever, and, you know, those are the oh, those are the most prime types of or- organs that are made for harvesting, and and uh, we've talked a lot about that in, in other uh, broadcasts that we've done worldwide, I mean, where I've talked about this on a worldwide scale, how organ harvesting is, is a big thing, uh, killing people for their organs. Um... Well, then you have the you have the satanic sacrifices. Obviously, we brought that up. Uh, only Lord knows how much of that is actually going on uh, behind closed doors. Uh, you have this whole population of illegal alien children coming in that that are not with any type of parental supervision. They're going to go. They're going to go. They go off the radar as soon as they leave their their whatever family that they have and. If they're never seen again, that is the end of the story. There's there's going to be no backlash or repercussion, most likely, from that. And if, if there was, it would all be suppressed in the news. And then you also have probably a ton of them getting ready to go into foster care through, you know, Child Protective Services, which are the two most, two of the most evil, wicked, corrupt systems in America, satanically. Where, again, then you get into more sexual molestation, you get into more children disappearing, uh, you get into human sacrifice, you know, the whole nine yards. So, anyway, um, let's go further with this. So, they hope this decision will, quote, offer relief to a significant percentage of the 11.7 million illegal aliens in in the United States. Going further... It says he seems resolute that he is going to go big and go soon, meaning Obama's going to go big and go soon. He's not curtailing his actions. It's not like somebody that's had their hands wrapped with a metal ruler by a nun and when he had his hand caught in the cookie jar. No, he's just going like, he's going to go all the way up to his shoulder into the cookie jar. He's going to climb into the cookie jar. He's going to live there. That's his new home. Obama and Michael, I mean Michelle, sorry, the man-boy uh, wife of his, they're going and living in the cookie jar. Maybe they can invite the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds over and Nancy Pelosi and all their buddies to live in the cookie jar with them. In fact, they've been there for a long time anyway. So, 
that that last statement, he's going he's resolute that he's going to go big and go soon, was said by Frank Sherry, executive director of the Pro Reform Group America's Voice. But Alabama Senator Jeff Sessions, a Republican, says in a statement that, quote, the temporary relief from deportation would be a de facto ending of immigration enforcement. In other words, if they come out and they say, we're going to give temporary relief from deportation, like they're deporting any of them anyway at this point. If they go and they say they're going to give temporary, you know it's going to turn into permanent. It has been extensively reported that these executive actions will likely expand his deferred action program called DACA to apply to an additional 5 to 6 million illegal immigrants. Oh good, so then we'll only be pushing what, around 17, over 17 million at that point, illegal aliens? I'm sure that's no, that's no more tax burden on the country. That's no more burden on, on the actual people that are, um, you know, up to their eyeballs in taxes that the illegal aliens don't pay. And I'm, I'm talking primarily, I think, uh, well, we could get into that whole discussion, but they're making the middle class prim- primarily, and probably the upper class, foot the bill for this, is the point here. Okay, The ones that aren't dependent on the government, I guess is the point I'm trying to make, uh, the middle class to, to upper middle class to uh, high upper class. I mean, I'm talk, talking the elite that like Pelosi and Obama and those types of dudes that probably don't pay any taxes. I've heard that before, you know, or pay very minimal because they're part of the system. They're actually part of that whole thing. I'm talking about the other people, okay? Um, the kind of the backbone of the country. They're going to be the ones responsible for footing the bill for all this. And this is a big reason why they're doing it. Because they're going to put such an unbelievable tax burden on people and things are going to start collapsing on so many different levels that they're going to wipe out the middle and the upper middle and the upper classes. And I'm not talking about the elite. I'm not talking about the one percenters. But everybody pretty much from there down to those dependent on the government, totally, they want to wipe them out. They want to create, like they do in every country, a absolute total elitist class and a total um, unbelievable poverty class. Because that um, that poverty class will be totally dependent on the government for everything. And that's what they're trying to create. So, <clears throat> let's go further here. Illegal immigrants in the interior of the U.S. have been immune from enforcement under this administration. DACA applies to individuals up to 30 years of age and provides actual amnesty papers, photo IDs, and work permits to illegal aliens. That's what we need to be doing. You know, give them everything. Make them, make them legit, you know. And then they could take they could take any job in America. On top of that, the president planned executive orders would expand this permitting program to another five to six million. Okay, and that's just the beginning. This would effectively end immigration enforcement in America. They're just going to open up. The borders are already totally open. We're going to look at a lot of different aspects of this today, and not just this subject. We're going to be going and looking at other subjects as well. Um, <clears throat> I probably, with the material I have right now, just sitting in front of me, I probably have enough for a good eight-hour study. And I'd like to cover it all today. I just, it's hard, it's almost impossible for me to, you know, go eight hours straight. Um, It would be fun. Now, don't get me wrong, it'd be fun. But pretty tough, pretty tough. Anyway, a new uh, new CNN 
ORC International Poll released Friday. Now, you have to understand, these numbers are typically very doctored. This is what they're admitting to at this point. And it indicates that over a third of Americans wish to see President Obama impeached. Okay? And thrown out of his office for consistently acting beyond his authority. And so overall, 33% say they want Obama impeached with 57% of Republicans back in the move. Uh, I think I think that number's higher. I, I think everything that CNN would tell us is a lie. So if they're willing to admit to that much, I think it's much higher. But they've got to keep some semblance of, oh, well, you know, it's only a third of the country at this point. Well, let's look at this a little bit further. This just came up today. I'm going to play you a little over five minutes of this audio clip from Massachusetts. Uh, 10,000 angry protesters, Massachusetts governor turning, says they're turning Massachusetts into Massachusetts Because they're, this is the, I guess the governor saying this? One of the largest protests in, on perhaps 30 years occurred today on Boston's historic Beacon Hill over the issue of this manufactured illegal immigrant invasion of our republic. Many of the protesters that turned out today came out there for many different reasons. But most were concerned about losing American sovereignty to a planned North American Union that has been in the works since at least 1979, which then-presidential candidate Ronald Reagan proposed a, quote, North American Agreement, that was his exact wording, which will produce a North American continent in which goods and people of the three countries will cross boundaries more freely. And then it says, can you say NAFTA? North American Free Trade Association. <clears throat> so they've been working on this a long, long time here. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the real agenda behind this current illegal immigration invasion. And again, I, this is what I've been saying a lot in the last weeks, is that this is all about creation of the North American Union. This is all about totally dissolving the borders, totally destroying America, turning it into a third world country, and having the North American Union. Um, and the people that are going to be invading the country from Mexico and Central and wherever they're coming from, and I'm not even getting into all the Islamic terrorists that they're letting in as well, and we've talked a lot about that, they're going to have much more uh, rights, privileges, everything, than the actual indigenous Americans that are here legally. We're going to be third-class citizens. They're going to be first-class and they're going to get all the, the... That's the plan. That's what their plan is. And unless there is a ton of pushback, and I really believe the Lord intervening at this point, you know, I, I just... I don't know. I, I don't I don't know if uh, this is going to be stopped at this point. I don't think it is, because if you look at the Bible and you talk about the ten kings of Revelation, and this is exactly what their plan is, the New World Order's plan is to have ten regions, you know, around the world. And so, I, from a biblical standpoint, the one, the, the, the region that I'm talking about here is Mexico, America, and Canada, which is the North American Union. That would be one of those ten kingdoms, essentially. So, from a biblical standpoint, I don't think that it's going to happen. Uh, I think that we should always try to expose... And push back wickedness, though, wherever we see it. Occupy till I come, which is what Jesus Christ talked about. So, 
goes further and says, if the powers that be have their way, there will no longer be United States of America. Now, let's go ahead, and I'm just going to play uh, a little over five minutes of this. And this just literally came out today. This, what you're hearing, was little, literally yesterday at this Beacon Hill, Boston's historic Beacon Hill. And um, I, I don't know if this is their governor talking. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. But it says, Massachusetts governor says they're turning Massachusetts into Massachusetts, and he does use that phraseology in this video. So, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and, and, and play this. Uh, play this. You're seeing a. Uh, you can. I'm. I'm going to give you the link here in the PDF, and you're going to be seeing him speak uh, during this. And uh, go ahead and start this now. See this argument is on their side. If you count welfare, EBT cards. Healthcare, Section 8 housing, the Obama phone, you name it. The full, as I call the full tornado, the whole public Okay, and again, what he's talking about, there's all the different ways people, and particularly the ultra-poor classes, are dependent on the government, okay? And, and particularly here, illegal aliens, I think, is what the real thing they're, they're, they're trying to target here. 40 thousand dollars per taxpayer a year he's saying that this is costing the the per taxpayer per year forty thousand dollars with all of this governmental assistance evidently if you do the math and you extrapolate that out into what americans would have to pay in their taxes in order to support that system Forty thousand per taxpayer per year. Let me repeat that. Forty thousand dollars per taxpayer a year. This is insane. Honestly, this is not ideological. This is not even. It shouldn't be political. It shouldn't even be moral. It's mathematics. We can't afford it. Period. Full stop. I mean, this place is packed out wherever he's speaking, this Beacon Hill place. It's standing room only um, to hear this. My friends, if we do not stop this invasion now, Obama has now announced that he wants to use executive action. to circumvent Congress, violate the Constitution, I swear to you, again, again, I think for the 50th time, now, you can hear that, I'm sure, impeach, and people are just so incensed the fact that there's this gigantic tax burden, and now he's going to go much, much further with it by just executive orders, just basically opening up the borders now. Come one, come all. You know, going going to that extreme level now, even beyond what he's already done. Impeach! 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 to use executive action. I kid you not. He says we're no longer going to allow them to do the journey across Mexico. 
We're going to cut out the human traffickers, the smugglers, and the coyotes, as they're called. He's going to be the ultimate coyote. And I literally give them permanent residency, refugee status in Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador. He now plans to bring in five million. Now remember, that's what I just said. The, the, the new, with what he's getting ready to do, to bring in another five to six million. Remember, this is always incremental, typically. And this has been going on a long time, been planned a long time, since 79. Reagan talked about it. We just said that. Another five to six million, which confirms just the, the report that we just read you. Now, these are mainstream reports I'm, I'm reading you. This is what even the lamestream press is, is openly admitting. This is coming straight from the White House, a lot of this information. So this is what they're they're setting uh, up for here. It, it's it's just beyond insanity. And he's saying that Obama's just basically planning on limit and eliminating these coyotes and the drug smugglers and just eliminating the middlemen and just bringing them, you know, bringing them in, helping them get here. So again, the only the only logical, from a satanic standpoint, reason to do that is to totally collapse the country, to bring about the North American Union, to to start. Um, a wave of pandemics from all of the diseases that they are bringing in right now that we documented last week. There's a lot, and again, there's a lot of different agendas. All the all the children that they will bring in, that they will be involved in the pedophilia and the, in the uh, the um, human uh, trafficking, smuggling, sex slavery, human sacrifice, um, um, organ harvestation, all of this stuff, or organ harvesting, sorry. Um, and so all of that stuff Harvestation, sorry about that. Taylor's laughing at me. Um, all of those, th- there's a lot of different agendas afoot that they're wanting to accomplish by this. And um, all of them are satanic, all of them are evil. And um, we're just basically trying to document all that. He's going to fly them on our dime. Did you hear what he just said? He's going to fly them now? Hopefully first class. From all of Central America. Plane after plane after plane. Into, just fly them. No way. You don't have to make that trip anymore. No way, Jose. No, we're going to fly you first class. Okay? We're going to fly you first class here and, and set you up to live like kings, essentially. I mean, th- th- this is... I'm just speechless regarding this. It just gets more insane by the minute. Now, let me ask you this. You think that 1,000 they're talking about at Bourne and Cape Cod and in Chicopee, you think that's the end of it? It's the... So, in other words, the thousand they, they dumped in Cape Cod and Chicopee, the thousand illegal aliens, they're already, they, they gotta bust them deep in. Because, see, they can't just collapse Texas and Arizona and those places. No, they gotta spread the wealth. They have to bring these deep, deep these illegal aliens deep into the interior. Not only that, then something else I forgot to mention, all of the drug trade that's gonna explode, because a lot of them are drug smugglers. Also, you have the MS-13, which are also just absolute total born killers. Um, that, that's a gang that literally started in El Salvador, where, I mean, in, you get into the Central American countries too, with like El Salvador, 
and in those places, I mean, you're talking about a culture where death is literally just a part of everyday life. And remember I talked not too long ago about the cocaine cowboys from the uh, 80s in, in Miami when the cocaine thing came and all of the things that the Colombian drug smugglers were exporting, not only cocaine, but the killings that were taking place where they have no problem going in some place to kill one person, killing everybody in there. To get, I mean, man, women, children. These could be totally innocent, uninvolved people. They'll kill them all. That's how MS-13 is. Okay, we're going to look at that in, a, in not too long from now. That is their mindset. They are a... I'm, we're talking seriously... And there's all of these MS-13 gang members that are literally coming in, that they're seeing their gang tattoos, and supposedly the Border Patrol agents can't say a thing. All they have to do is say, well, I'm 14, and then they, they can't uh, do a whole lot about it. And we're going to look at that in a little bit. We're going to look at all of the ways the Border Patrol is being totally hamstrung, essentially, where their 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 hands are being tied, where they can't hardly do anything. It's going to be wave after wave after wave after wave. These are the planes coming in. So this is just the beginning, is what he's saying. Endless invasion, and when everything is said and done, if we don't take our stand now, Lynn will go broke. Jesse will go broke. Saugus will go broke. Peabody will go broke. Noah will go broke. Lawrence will go broke. Boston will go broke. The entire state will go broke. He's naming specific towns that are going to all start going broke. Trying to just, under this tremendous burden and weight of these illegal aliens flooding into different townships and counties and cities, and all of a sudden those cities being forced by the federal government in order to do all of this financial stuff to house them, clothe them, feed, and give them everything that they don't deserve. And so this is what he's talking about. That's what this issue is about. That's why we're here today. To save our republic, to save our towns and our cities, and to save the future of our children. My friends, let me be very candid with you. We are now entering, I believe, a fundamental watershed in the history of this state and in the history of this country. And the fundamental question now facing us. Okay, so just so we have a little clarity here, I guess the governor was there. This guy that's speaking, I believe his name is Jeff Cooner, and um, I'm looking at his page on Wikipedia, and it says, Jeffrey Thomas Cooner, an American, uh, Canadian-American radio host, commentator, editor of Insight on the News, as a regular contributor in commentary pages, of the Washington Times, where he is a weekly column, and his articles have appeared in uh, Human Events, Investors Business Daily. He is also the president of the Edmund Burke Institute for American Renewal in Washington, D.C., and he's heavily involved in the conservative movement. So that's who we're hearing, but I believe the governor's there as well. As Shakespeare would put it, it is the national question 
Shall we be or not be? Shall we exist as a nation? We be. Jealous of its sovereignty. Faithful to its laws and its constitution. Protecting of its citizens. Or are we going to be transformed into a socialist third world banana republic? That's the goal. That's what Mini-Me wants to do, what he's in the process of doing. He said Mini-Me, that's what he's trying to do. <laughs> if we don't stop him now, is he is going to turn Massachusetts into Massachusetts? And my answer to him is loud and clear. No mass, no more. No more, no more, no mass, no more, no mass. Everybody, let's go. No mas, no more. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Let's kind of get out of control here. Anyway, so there it goes on for about another few minutes. It kind of gets off another tangent there, but you can listen to the whole thing. I'll give you a link here. So this just took place yesterday. I have a picture here of the actual meeting uh, taking place. I think at least 10,000 10, people there in this city square, it looked like. Now, again, let's look at some of the fruit here. Here we have six illegals kill a black homeless man. Thank you, Obama. Uh, police in Maryland have arrested six illegal immigrants, several of which are admitted MS-13 gang members. Okay? It's funny, they don't, I'm pretty sure they don't even mention that they're illegal aliens. Or maybe they do. Most of these reports is the, the point is most of them, if, even if they're MS-13, they won't mention that they're here illegally. Okay? And that's the thing that they're always trying to cover up. Uh, they've been arrested in connection with the death of a homeless man living out, a man killed outside of a liquor store earlier this week. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and play this, this short clip here. Okay, so let's go ahead and just play this clip here. Another story, we covered uh, the one from Adon Salazar that was uh, linked to on the Drudge Report about these illegal alien gang members arrested for murder of a homeless man earlier. I want to play you the clip that was on the radio program. As we pointed out in the article, they didn't say that these were illegal aliens. They only mention it very quickly in the clip, and you have to listen carefully for it because they don't use those terms, illegal aliens. They use the preferred term of the government, of the mainstream media, and that is undocumented immigrants. Here's that clip. And we also may learn um, after autopsy he is stabbed um, several times in the upper body, which caused his death. The six young people, all undocumented immigrants, are charged with first-degree murder. The end result of a fight Margie Hargrove says Amos Jones wouldn't have started. The six young people who did that, of course, one of them, the lady who began the argument with the 56-year-old homeless man that was beaten to death was, as I reported earlier, 17 years old. That means that she is one of those children coming across the border. Turns out that they're also illegal aliens who are MS-13. Let's go to some of your calls here. Let's go to... Which is one of, like I said, probably the most vicious, cutthroat, ruthless of all the gangs coming out of Central America. Uh, a gang that started literally in, in... Well, it actually started in L.A. and then was exported back to El Salvador. And then they, they brought it north again. I just watched a documentary on this the other day. I wanted to know more about MS-13 and how it, it got its beginnings and... and um, that's how they, they actually made a deal 
with the Mexican Mafia in the, in the long run. The Mexican Mafia early on in MS-13's inception, they weren't buddies right off the bat, but a little bit later they were having a lot of problems with another, uh, I don't know if it was the Bloods of the Crips in L.A., the Mexican Mafia came along and said, hey, listen, listen, we need to calm down, we need to settle this. And they, at that point, MS-13 became kind of like endeared to the Mexican Mafia. The reason that, and I'm trying to remember, the, the Maria Salvatrucha is, is what MS stands for. And then the 13, the reason they have the 13 in there is because it's the 13th letter of the alphabet. And M is the 13th letter of the alphabet, and that was them their way of paying tribute to the Mexican Mafia because it's MM, Mexican Mafia, 13th letter of the al- alphabet. That's how MS-13 kind of got its name. Anyway, just a little trivia there. Joe in Pennsylvania, you wanted to say something about the immigration situation, Joe? Uh, yeah, I got a lot to say. Um, the whole thing, I, I, you know, I think if people took a big step back and looked at the whole big picture... Um, we are being infiltrated, and it's not just a matter of bringing in immigrants. These people that they're bringing in are eventually going to be used against us to tear the infrastructure of the country down from within. Um, they're going to be catered to. I mean, again, and, and again, that's another agenda where they're literally going to be recruited into these um, Obama's homeland security civilian because they'll be legit civilians. Um, you know, task force, uh, brown shirt, Nazi soldiers that will that will be, be totally beholden to Obama. I mean, he's the one that let him in here. He's the one that gave him the red carpet treatment. He's the one that's clothed them, housed them, fed them, de- given them all of these benefits. And, and they love to kill. Okay, these people literally, genuinely, genuinely love to kill. Okay, you watch any any documentary about these these South American gangs, particularly MS-13, they love it. You've also got, you know, like the Russian Spetsnaz troops and, and the Chinese and these other th- elements here that want to kill us as well. So they're trying, and then the Muslims that they're letting in. Every single one of those groups I just mentioned want and love, would love to kill Americans in mass. I'm not being a fear monger. I'm stating facts. You look at their ideology... You look at the axes they respectively would have to grind with America, and they would love it. Wouldn't it, it's it's in, in to be paid to do it? I mean, that's even that's a cherry on top of the satanic Sunday for them. This is something that they're going to want to do, and they're going to be promised. Hey, listen, there's going to be a lot of you know to the victors go the spoils. You know, you you name it, you claim it. You know. The whole thing, you go in there, you, you kill the family in that house, you can have that house. Or, or, or maybe you can live in it for a while. You can have a lot of their stuff. You know, and then they, ultimately, then they may end up being, they'll probably end up being killed. I'm saying if, if everything, if Satan had his way, in every way, shape, and form, that's how they would, uh, the Illuminati would try to use all of these other foreign um, forces that are being amassed against uh, law-abiding Americans. That's how they they plan on trying to use them against us. Average American citizens now, we're, I mean, you might as well call an American citizen an illegal alien because we're treated worse than they are. Oh, 
absolutely. Oh. Over and over again, we point that out. Look at what happened to that journalist who had docu- he had he wasn't an undocumented immigrant he wasn't an undocumented traveler he had a passport for himself for his family and then they hassle him a little bit more well do you have permission to travel with your children and that's the kind of games that they play but this is a strategy to take down the country as we pointed out they strategized about this back in the 1960s Cloward and Piven two socialists wrote that what they needed to do in order to remake the country into their socialist paradise was they needed to destroy the economy to take it down first, and then they could rebuild it. You see that over and over again. That is always talked about. They even put that in the Captain America movie, that you have to destroy the country before you can rebuild it. Well, the way they wanted to destroy the country was to overload the entitlement system, the welfare system. And that's what we're seeing right now. That's what this is all about. That whole system is going to implode on itself, and the very people that are going to be getting those freebies are going to become slaves to that system, um, in my opinion, um, and they're just going to do whatever they're told. And to a free-thinking individual, I mean, this is this is like textbook 1984. Wars aren't meant to be won. They're just meant to be continued. And it's it's global. It's in every country. And I think if we all just took back, I mean, the information is right there in front of us. It's all over the place, and the average person, I call them veg heads, because they haven't got a clue because they just like their stuff. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Joe. Okay, so we just saw a little more fruit there. Just, And this is just one isolated incidence of these six illegals, you know, uh, which then, you know, then you have the illegals returning back into the prison system, which puts more of a burden on the country. You know what I mean? Because we have the largest prison population of any place on the planet. And so then you have that burden being put upon. You know, I'm surprised that, that they even arrested them. I mean, being the fact that they're MS-13 and they're here illegally, they should just be given a free pass to do anything they want. You know, how dare us think that they should be put in jail? They can go around and kill whoever they want. I mean, come on. What, what's this world coming to? So, anyway... um, Let's go further. Next report. Aerial footage shows massive holes in the border fence. The gates are wide open. Reporter Joe Biggs takes to the sky to demonstrate just how serious this manufactured border meltdown really is. With aerial proof of a non-existent border fence on a large portion of the Arizona-Mexico border. It becomes even more obvious that the border collapse is an orchestrated and contrived assault on the American people. I'm Joe Biggs with Infowars.com at Glenn Spencer's Ranch in Hereford, Arizona. We just now got back from the flight that he took us up on in a single-engine Cessna where he showed us what he promised. Mind-blowing stuff across our borders right now. We're going to show you the footage of what we saw and explain to you what it is, what Glenn's telling us it means, because he is the leading expert on the border in this area. He has been covering this for 22 years. All the stuff that he has predicted and said would happen has happened. Um, what you can see right behind me is a pretty, you know, regular-sized fence. And there's that here for a little bit. But once you get a few more... So this is the border fence they're in reference to here that they're they're looking at here on the Arizona-Mexico uh, border. Four miles up this way, what we saw was just crazy... What the Department of Homeland Security, what our government is telling you, they, they say that there's a fence up, so when they get in front of a press conference and they say something, they can feel good about themselves. 
they can feel like they're not lying. But their idea of this huge fence that's really going across our border is a lot like what you saw yesterday. It's so easy to step over. It is so easy to get through that without anybody knowing you. Once we got a few miles up the road right up here, when we were flying down, you get over this little mountain ravine, and you don't see anything at all. And the, There's just the open fence just ends for miles. We flew for 30 minutes. There was not one Border Patrol vehicle in that area whatsoever. But one of the things we saw when we first took off was a brand new $30 million Border Patrol facility that they have here in Bisbee. This is just crazy. You know, what Glenn was telling me is that that $30 million could have been used to put up the fence. That right. They're saying that they're going to have to support us, to help protect us from all the stuff that's happening. But they're not doing that. Instead, they're wasting our tax dollars on this fancy facility that doesn't even need to be there. It's ridiculous. And all you'll see for 30 minutes we saw just flying over, the, over Arizona and Mexico was just something literally waist-high that you could just step over and you're home free. It's literally a little waist-high fence where, where they're looking, they're flying over this. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just beyond a joke what we have on the border right now. I mean, border patrol agents aside, if you have a border that is open, what does it really matter? They're only going to catch a very small percentage of the people coming across. I mean, bottom line. And this, what they've got up is an absolute total joke. If that doesn't just blow your mind, I don't know what else can. Our government is purposely doing this right now. You know, we saw earlier a fence that they put up. They spent $3 million every mile to put up a fence. They're showing this fence, and literally, the it looks like there might be three strands of barbed wire at the bottom. But there's several sections where the bottom is totally, literally, you can just see right through the other side. I mean, you could have a 700-pound person. Wiggle under this thing, okay? It's that, the, the opening's that big, okay? And then it's got three little looks, in, and it may, um, this may not even be true. It looks like three little strands of maybe bob wire, but then again, I don't even see anywhere they'd be connected to. That might not even be the case. But, I mean, even, even that part's wide open, I guess is the point. And all they did was raise it up, put the pins in. This stuff is everywhere. Anybody can come through. And people say, oh, that's racist to say something like that. No, no, no. No, it's not. Because you don't know who comes into Mexico, and then you don't know who comes from Mexico into our country. Because our borders aren't secure. You need to call people who are in charge. We need to get a hold of the people of the White House. We need to do something. Because this is horrible. The stories that we heard from the ranchers here are mind-blowing about the things they see, the people coming through, the smuggling. They use these little trenches and ravines that come through under the border and hide, and there's trees and stuff. You're not going to see that. They put up some fancy camera every now and then. The Border Patrol does. Half of them don't even work. And if they do, they can't see someone walking through that little area. And flying overhead, what we saw is it's so easy to have cover and concealment and never be seen by all this money they're wasting on these stupid cameras that don't do anything. We don't have enough Border Patrol on our borders. Sending the military out here is really not the answer. But we need to do something about it. 
You need to wake up, America. You need to start talking about this stuff, and we need to make a change. Because this crap going on out here is ridiculous. And it's got to stop. I'm Joe Biggs with InfoWars.com. So there's just one more evidence, total, in-your-face, undeniable evidence that this is all contrived. It's all by design. They're doing it on purpose. Next report. Um... Observing what he could only describe as chaos on the border, during a midnight tour of the Rio Grande on Friday, Representative Steve Stockman of Texas concluded that, quote, President Obama is begging to be impeached, end of quote. Then he says, for all I know, Obama's preparing to process 5 million illegal immigrant kids and teenagers into the, into the United States. Well, that's exactly what they said they're going to do. And I, 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 record, I reported on that in the first story we, we reported on, and the, the gentleman that was speaking in the first video, he also said that. Five to six million is what they're planning to let in next. You know? See, the thing is, is with Satan, it's never enough. Satan's never going to get enough evil. And this is why you would think, okay, well, when they let this certain amount in, it's going to slow down, it's going to... You no. Know, not according to what Satan has on his agenda, essentially, for this country. So, um, he goes on to say, let's see here, Stockman said upon observing the border operations near McAllen, Texas. Then he goes on to say, quote, he wants us to impeach him now. <laughs> this is what a representative is saying about Obama. He's, bet, he's saying Obama wants us to impeach him now. Stockman theorized. He said, quote, before the midterm election, because his senior advisors believe that that is the only chance the Democratic Party has to avoid a major electoral defeat. Evidently, Obama believes impeachment could motivate the Democratic Party base to come out and vote. Uh, you know, do I buy all that? Uh, I don't, maybe that's what the Illuminati is saying. I mean, they rigged the voting process anyway. So, you know, you can't tell me Obama's doing this because he's trying to be a good guy and trying to get impeached because he cares so much about the Democratic Party. You know, I, I just, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. But I kind of get what he's saying. Maybe that's what the Illuminati wants. I don't know. Then there's a petition here demanding Congress to follow through on impeaching Obama. And again, if, again, the Illuminati gauges stuff like this. If there is no public outcry, then that gives the Illuminati the green light to say, okay, the Sheeple people have been dumbed down another level further. Now we can implement the next nefarious agenda, which in this case would be five to six million more coming in. Okay, so there does need to be a massive public uh, pushback, backlash, outrage over this in order to send a clear signal to Satan that no, we're not going to tolerate this. So it's just, you know, pushing back against evil is what we're talking about here. Accompanied by a World Net Daily crew, Stockman began the evening by stopping at a massive Department of Homeland Security detention facility a mile or two north of the Mexican border, only to be encountered by seven or eight armed Border Patrol agents. Oh, it's funny, they'll show up, you know, wherever, you know, they have their facilities, and they'll be whatever, but when it comes to patrolling the actual border across the board, they're many parts know where to be found. Not every part. And I'm not coming against the Border Patrol agents. I think that they're totally hamstrung. I think that they, they have been just 
in every possible way, they have not been able to do their job. I'm not saying there's no corrupt ones, okay? But um, I think that everything that they can do to hamper... I mean, they've been told to stand down. They've been they've been told. I, I've reported on. They were put on administrative leave, told to do paperwork. You know, not even able to go out. Nobody replaced them. In other words, they're trying to do everything they can do to make sure that border is wide open and there's going to be no enforcement on it. Um, so these border patrol agents appear at this massive uh, homeland security complex, and um, this representative Stockman was there. Though polite, a Border Patrol supervisor speaking from behind the chain link fence that surrounded the facility refused to allow Stockman to tour the facility. Well, he's a representative for the state of Texas. Okay? It, who, who else should be able to have access then? He is a trying to be a, be a representative for the people of the state of Texas. And they won't let him in there. Huh. I guess they've got nothing to hide. That's why they're, they're, I mean, they're so transparent, you know. So, through the chain link fence, the World Net Daily film crew took video of an active hangar-like open building cooled by two massive fans in which teenage illegal immigrants were being searched for concealed weapons as they were being processed into the detention facility. Within minutes, as Stockman began asking questions of the Border Patrol supervisor, the hangar-like intake facility was shut down and emptied of illegal immigrant teenagers being processed by more than a dozen Border Patrol agents. So again, they're trying to do everything they can do to cover up their actions here, it, it appears. We release, then he says, we release all detainees under 14 years of age without taking any biometric identification, including fingerprints, the Border Patrol agent explained to Stockman. What? Really? They're, they're admitting to this openly? They just release them? They release all detainees under 14 years of age? And don't do any type of fingerprinting or anything like that? No, that's what he said. That's what he told the representative. Then it said, these are quotes from the guy. We are prevented by law from taking fingerprints or other biometric information on these kids. Give me a break. Prevented by law. The Border Patrol supervisor could not identify for Stockman the, quote, law in question. So Stockman, the representative, asks the Border Patrol agent, and this is all being filmed, this is all quotes from it, he says, then how do you know who these children, supposedly under 14, are? How do you know if they're releasing these kids to people who are truly family members in the United States, or to pedophiles or other criminals posing as family members. Remember what I reported before about the uh, MS-13 gangs in these facilities literally doing recruiting right there? Well, this is what they want. They want these gangs recruiting right there in the facilities so that if they're not MS-13 gang members, they're going to become one, and then they're ultimately going to end up working for the United States through the Department of Homeland, you know, the the Homeland uh, Civilian Security Force, that type of thing. Obama's private army against the American populace. This is what all this is about, or at least part of it. Stockman asked what information the Border Patrol has on the people in the United States who claim to be relatives. I mean, oh, I have a relative here and he's going to come pick me up. Oh, okay. Right. And then the Border Patrol agent says, that's not what our department handles. 
So they don't even know who they're being released to. They don't know who they are. They're not taking any f- fingerprints or nothing. As long as they say they're 14 or below, you know, they could look like, you know, 22, probably. Oh, I'm 14. Well, that's all we need to hear. Do you have anything to prove that? No. Well, okay. That's good enough for us. Go your merry way, my man. Hey, what about all those MS-13 gang tattoos on you? Oh, those are uh, those are just things that got out of a bubblegum machine last week. You know, I, I put them on, thought I'd be cool. Okay, that's good enough for us. You go your merry way, and I have a nice day. Basically, that's what they're doing. I mean, th- this is just beyond total insanity. No other country in the world would put up with this or would do this, other than other than America, what it's become. So, back in the vehicle, frustrated at seeing the facility going into rapid shutdown mode once he and the, the World Net Daily film crew set up the film, Stockman explained on the impeachment theme. Expanded on the impeachment theme. Stockman observed that rather than being than begin impeachment proceedings now, what the White House representatives should do is take away money from the Obama administration. Ah, I don't agree with that. I think that you need to impeach him now and take away or, no, what you need to do, you don't need to take away the money going toward the border. You need to um, get the money going in the right direction. Meaning, you need to get that money on the border to build a border fence, a secure one, one that cannot be just dug under very easily. You need to have, you need to have border patrol agents patrolling the fence, um, obviously. I mean, that would be step number one. Okay, um, just taking away his money, no. That, then he'll just find some other nefarious way to pull all of this off. I understand Obama is a puppet, and he's being told to do this by his puppet masters. I understand that. But, again, he is the one that's doing this. He is the one that's giving the green light, and he is the one that's becoming more just rogue and insane by the day, it seems. So... Anyway, let's go further here. Um, he says the only way we're going to we're going to stop Obama from opening the border is to take away the money he needs to operate. Eh. Yeah, well, that's part of the problem. But again, I think there there'd be ways around that. And then he says what we should do is shut down the White House. Okay, I'm, I'm more for that. So this is what a representative is saying. So the, I've never seen in all my life, maybe you know, and I don't really remember a lot about Nixon. I was a little kid. Uh, I've never seen this. I've never reported on this in all the years I've been in ministry, going back to 2006 when I started the audios. I've never had uh, uh, audio studies where we're talking so openly about impeachment of a president. I've just never done it. So... I don't know. I mean, wh- whether this is this is to actually get this guy out of office before midterm elections for, by him just being so incredibly in-your-face flagrant. Maybe they just feel like that they have got their useful life out of Obama. They have milked him as much as they can. They've used the race card in order to keep him in office because, hey, if a white person or any other nationality, particularly whites, though, say anything against Obama, even though Obama's half white, you know, um, then they're racist. Obviously, that you, you, I mean, what he's doing on the board is wonderful because he's black and that's all that matters. 
or he's half black. I mean, that's honestly, it's like when Holder comes out and says, oh, all of these things against us are, and Obama, racist-oriented. No, it's not. I wouldn't care if there was an alien in, in, in the office. If, if he was blue, purple, green, or yellow, I mean, I would care. But, I mean, I would be saying the same things. What's right is what right, and what's wrong is wrong. And this guy is, is the biggest devil I've ever seen in public office. Okay, in America at least. I mean, he is just out of total control. Okay, so the next report is entitled, New York DHS offers $500 to rat out your neighbors. New York's Division of Homeland Security is posting signs on businesses to encourage people to snitch on fellow citizens who they know are suspect of buying things like MREs, meals ready to eat, ammunition, flashlights, match containers, gas masks, and other items deemed to be prepper in nation in nature. So anybody that's got any survival gear, anybody that's got any long-term food storage, or any kind of food storage, ammunition, flashlights, you need to turn them in. For, and we'll give you $500. This is so satanic. I mean, th- this is just so... New York Department of Homeland Security will pay you $500 to rat out your fellow citizens who are buying legal goods. Legal goods. Okay? They're not even trying to say that they are illegal. Legal goods. Okay? When I first heard the video, I thought you were saying legal guns. Legal goods. Okay? This isn't even... I mean, we're not even talking about guns now. We're talking about MREs and flashlights and stuff like that. They're saying that uh, these are things like they could use for survival. Things like ammunition, MREs, that's meals ready to eat, flashlights, match containers, gas masks, and other things that they think might be something a prepper would use. So if you see somebody doing that, if you see something like that, you need to say something about that. Meanwhile, they're just letting the, the illegal aliens come across the border by the millions with the Muslim terrorists, with the drug smugglers, with MS-13 and all the other gangs. That's fine, though. But this, you know, us evil Americans that would do anything in the form of preparation, and the Bible says the prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, and the simple pass on and are punished. Okay, the prudent man foresees the evil and he prepares, essentially is what it's talking about. And, and, but now that's, that's a crime too, evidently. You need to report people like that. You need to snitch on them. Here's the thing. When I was researching the Asymmetric Warfare Center before Joe Biggs and I went there, I saw these people talking about the asymmetric warfare that they were conducting in Iraq at the time and talking about many different places where they had gone in. They said, the way that you tell, and these are, these are people, these are the generals who had fought there, they said the way that you tell whether a government is legitimate or not is based on the amount of force it needs to apply in order to stay in power. I think that applies here. We see that being escalated so much more as our government starts to get into so many different areas where they have no legitimate authority. And also, I think you could extend that and say that as the government becomes increasingly paranoid about its own citizens, it's up to something. 
is not only not legitimate when it needs a lot of force to keep people in line, but when it is building force, you know that they've got something illegitimate down the pike that they're getting ready to do. You are watching. So there's that one. I mean, I don't think I've ever reported on anything like that in America. $500 to rat out your neighbors for things, and I'm not talking like if you suspect they have unregistered guns or something, you know. No, this is like food, flashlights, match containers for matches. I mean, they want you to be totally, I mean, to have nothing to fall back on whatsoever. They want you to be totally blindsided, helpless, and utterly paralyzed in fear when things go down. This is how they want the average American, and that's not the case for millions, okay? They don't like that. So, this should be a warning to all of us. Now, I'm not saying God can't protect us. And again, it's a big reason I did that Psalm 64 teaching. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity. That's why you pray a prayer like that. Because of this garbage. Where, where they, that, that, um, well, there's that Bible verse. Let me, let me look that up. Again, these verses here, this verse just came into my head as I was talking. That was the one. Well, I had to kind of look it up real quick. Um, Isaiah 59 verse 12 for our transgressions are multiplied before thee and our sins testify against us for our transgressions are with us and as for our iniquities we know them in transgressing and lying against the Lord and departing away from our God now this is just general in America I believe Okay, I'm not condemning all the body of Christ I'm just saying in general because of the corporate 501c3 lukewarm church that we have here, that will ultimately be assimilated into the one world religion under Antichrist, this is becoming more and more just the norm. These verses, okay? Um, for our transgressions are with us, and as for our iniquities, we know them. In transgressing and in line against the Lord, and departing away from our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood, and judgment... So this is the fruit of all of this stuff that I just said. This is the fruit. And judgment is turned away backward. Okay? There's no true righteous judgment. See, God loves righteous judgment. But it says, judge not lest ye be judged. Well, the Bible also talks about if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. Okay? Judge not lest ye be judged is in... If you look at that verse... When Jesus talked about that, it is in reference to somebody that has a beam in their own eye and is judging the speck in their brother's eye. Okay? That's hypocritical judgment, in other words. But righteous judgment, God loves. God loves, would, would love something like a righteous courtroom where true righteous judgment is, is meted out. Okay? Um, but again, that is becoming just more and more the opposite of the way it is. Evil is being rewarded. Evil is what is given the free pass. And righteousness is what is punished now. This is becoming more and more the norm. Because um, of the of the other things that we've mentioned here. So, in judgment is turned away backward. And justice standeth afar off. Just think of like justice as a person. And it's standing way away from you. You want 
true righteous ju- justice and judgment. Like all of this stuff just drives you nuts hearing it. Just, you know, with righteous indignation, which is an attribute of God. But because of all these things that have taken place in America and the church abdicating its, its, its position uh, against sin and, and these types of things and yoking up with the government, okay, the fruit of that is judgment is turned away backwards. Justice standeth afar off. We can't even reach justice now. For truth is fallen in the street and equity cannot enter. This is what always happens when you have a nation like this. Yea, truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. That was the verse that came into my head just now. He that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. In other words, the people that are actually kind of trying to prepare and protect their families, you know, the Bible talks about they that, you know, uh, protecteth not their own household is worse than an infidel and have have departed from the faith. I'm not, and that's not an exact quote, but it's it's paraphrase. Okay, well, that's what the Bible does say. When essentially you don't protect your own house, particularly as a man, you're worse than an infidel, and you've departed from the faith. That's what the Bible says. Okay, and protection comes in many forms. It just doesn't come in, you know, putting a roof over someone's head. So, truth has fallen. And the people that are departing from evil are making themselves a prey. Like like if you were a um, a lion being stalked, you would be its prey. P-R-E-Y, not P-R-A-Y. That's how it's become. And the Lord saw it and it displeased him that there was no judgment. There was no true righteous judgment going on. Everything was opposite. The courts had all been overrun with, with these evil black-robed devils delivering out their, their devil decisions, which is so commonplace now, it's not even funny. You've got the borders wide open. You've got homosexuality rampant and being glorified everywhere you look. You've got Planned Parenthood being glorified and given this big protected status. The homosexuals being given that. You've got Muslims being given that per- unbelievably huge protected staff, them being let in as well. There was no, there's no, there's no true judgment. So, this is, this is what we're talking about here. And let's go back to the report here. Here's another one. Michigan DOA thugs forced dairy farmer to dump all their raw milk. While Americans are in a nearby city in Detroit facing life in third world conditions, because Detroit is like ground zero for where you don't want to be in America, just about. I mean, it's really, really bad there. I mean, there are parts of the city that are literally like apocalyptic. I've watched documentaries on it. I mean, whole swaths of the city that have been like totally abandoned and are like just run-down buildings in total decay and disrepair. It's very, very surreal when you see this. So, they're they're threatening to turn off their water, and they have done that. They're unable to even afford running water. That's a big problem in Detroit right now. They're, they're doing a lot of beta testing in, in Detroit. Because this is the this is the this is the way they want all America to go. So they'll do it where they already have massive problems. And Detroit's a great place to do it. They're shutting off their water. They're 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 living in like third world conditions there. In the same state, 
where they have all this going on, the state of Michigan decided to direct its resources towards something really important and really evil, which was cracking down on a small food co-op in Standish, which is the name of the town, I imagine, for having the utter audacity to provide milk, butter, cream, and eggs to people who bought shares in their organic dairy. How dare them? Why didn't they just go out there and gut shoot them all? You know, and hang them up by their toenails for all the world to see. How dare they? In fact, why didn't you have the illegal alien thugs from MS-13 come up there and do the job for you and then have them, you know, get all the milk and eggs so that they, they have plenty of food to feed them? You know, because I think that's what we really need to focus on here. This story out of a website called theorganicprepper.ca this is a Michigan Department of Agriculture, and again, I mentioned that, how they came down on the hog farmers, put all of them but one out of business. He fought them for years and nearly bankrupt him, and finally, they say, all right, you can keep them, but nobody else can have that particular type of pig. And, of course, they maintained that they were a feral species because they had hair on them. Well, they had hair on them because he was looking for that kind of species because he had them free-range instead of packing them into a small factory environment. But look what they did now to this food co-op. Michigan Department of Agriculture forces a farmer to dump 248 gallons of organic milk and break 1,200 free-range eggs. Now, it's not just busting the eggs. They watched them as they broke each individual egg, that's 100 dozen eggs, and they watch them break every single egg, and then they spray it, and they... Sorry, I messed up there. This is where our taxpayer money is going, to, to fund our own destruction, essentially, at this point, is what we're looking at, um, particularly IRS taxes. I mean... All of this wickedness and evil going on in our country, and all of it's being exported in, import, whatever, and, and all of it's being condoned and given, you know, all of this, this... And then we have this going on, where anybody that's trying to be self-sufficient, trying to eat good quality food the way God put it here, are being demonized and literally having their whole stockpile destroyed. I mean, this is just total insanity, what we're dealing with here in, in this country. Watch that. They witnessed it to make sure they were spraying it. They also destroyed an undisclosed amount of fresh cream, butter, and cheese. This is something we're seeing over and over again. And, of course, what they... They're showing all these pictures of this. I can't even watch it. I mean, it, it, it's so evil what they're doing said was, uh, you don't have uh, a license to sell this food. And they said, well, we're not selling it. We're not retailing it. We're a co-op. And they said, well, we don't like your paperwork. They ask, why is it that when they make real food on a real farm, why is that a crime? Why is fresh food being treated like it was crystal meth? That's the point they made. And, of course, the, the reality is that just like raw milk, why they cracked down on raw milk, it was to protect the factory milk producers, big agra. They didn't want the competition of fresh organic milk, and so they started coming after them primarily in the states like Wisconsin where they had a big dairy industry, but it's not just that. Because they know how good raw, particularly organic dairy is for you. 
I mean, we're talking, I have listeners that have emailed me saying that they were cured of this and cured of that just by getting on raw milk and raw dairy. You know, I mean, it's, it's the Weston Price Foundation. If you look that up online, Weston Price Foundation, just go in there. It's got a whole thing on raw milk and raw dairy. And this is the way it used to be. See, this is the way it comes out of the cow. It's the way God actually intended it to be. But, oh, no, we have to have something that's totally been sterilized and basically killed. And the protein's denatured by superheating it. Well, Satan knows what is good for us. And anything that is truly good for us, he is going to fight tooth and nail so you can't get it. That's what this is all about. They don't want us to own anything. The large corporations don't want any competition. And one of the ways that you make sure you don't have any competition is to make sure that nobody else actually owns anything. And this is why it's good, whenever you can do this, to support local um, farmers markets, especially if if they've got, like, you know, farm fresh whatever, vegetables and eggs and dairy and this type. Now, granted, a lot of states don't have raw dairy. I actually have access to it here. It's legal the way that um, I get it here in North America, or North America, North Carolina. Um, If you, like, go up there and I think to the Western Price Foundation, and then I'm pretty sure they've got a link in there on find, like, raw dairy or find one of those you, you go up on that, and you can find where there's ways that you can get it in your state. And the thing is, is when you're giving money to those types of um, organizations, that not only are you getting the benefit from the good, whole, wholesome food the way God intended us to get it, not only are you supporting them, which helps them help more people, and then helps them thrive, but you're also not putting money into the big agra system that is literally here to destroy us and is just one of the of the many tentacles of Satan like Walmart, Big Agra, Monsanto, and these types of mechanisms to literally that that is literally here to make us sick, bring us into bondage, pilfer our wallets, and ultimately kill us. As any property has any businesses. We know how this has worked out uh, when it's done to the extreme. Look at Hugo Chavez's socialist paradise of Venezuela. Bloomberg has pointed out multiple times and bragged about what a good investment Venezuela is for bondholders. How they've gotten over seven, uh, nearly 700%, I think it was 681%, nearly 700% return on their investments. And you have bankers saying... This is great. They understand where their first priority is. Their first priority is their sovereign debt. Meanwhile, meanwhile, in the same article, they're pointing out that the people are having to go to other countries in order to get water, in order to get medicine, because they have taken everything from, they've destroyed all private property. That's what socialism does. It's communism and socialism on the bottom, but on the top, it's crony capitalism. That's what we're getting here. We're seeing small Businesses, small farms being driven out of business so that the big agra, big corporations, big banks have a total monopoly on what's going on. Okay, so that's all I have for part one here. I'm about out of time anyway on part one. And now we're going to switch gears in the next part and talk about the Israel and the Middle East. I haven't talked about that in a while. And there's obviously a lot of things going on in um, Gaza and Israel right now that... 
uh, I need to talk about. So that's going to be the second part of our study, possibly into the third. I don't know how long it'll go. So God bless you, and we will see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 800-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the Internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-4-F-O-R-Truth, T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, box number 321, Hickory, North Carolina, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.